Hi everyone, welcome to my dad's podcast. What's up, my beautiful people? Welcome back. We got episode 11 for you today of I'm Working On It. I'm going to crack right into it. I have the craziest online dating story that I've ever heard. If you have a, a real crazy dating or just online first date um, or online dating story, please email me. I would love to hear them. Um, but before I start, uh, as always, thank you to Charlie for the adorable intro and thank you to Kevin for getting all this uh, stuff uploaded. I probably wouldn't be doing a podcast if I'd, I didn't have somebody to handle all the, the back end, all the technical stuff that I don't like to do. So I appreciate that as always. So let me just have a couple of disclaimers before I start. So number one is uh, I'm going to just hold out like a couple of small details to protect privacy in this story because <laughs> um, I'm not trying to like put anybody on blast. And also, I would say that almost all of my, pretty much all of my experiences with online dating um, have all been like me just meeting really good people that just weren't a match or, you know, I, I've had several really nice relationships from online dating. I don't, I think sometimes it gets a bad rap and we think only weirdos are on there or whatever. Um, I know it definitely has its challenges, but I guess all I'm saying is if you are considering doing it and, you know, you want to, don't let this story talk you out of it. Uh, obviously, you know, be safe. Um, especially women, like it's totally different for you, but I, I don't want this story to dissuade you, I guess is what I'm saying. Cause I've met so many like really good people, um, online dating. I've even met, I've made some friends, some people who turned into friends cause it just wasn't a love connection or whatever. Um, so there's that. So I don't want this to dissuade you. And third, real quickly, I took some heat from somebody on Facebook last week when I was asking, hey, should I tell this story? Do you guys want to hear it? And first of all, nobody is making fun of or laughing at violent at violence. I certainly am not. Um, there's some funny aspects to the story, but it has nothing to do with what with that part of the story, it just has to do with me and my experience. And so I'm very acutely aware. I work with clients all the time who have, you know, experienced trauma. I've experienced, I've gone through some of my own trauma. So um, it's not something that I'm unaware of. And what I'm saying is uh, I take that seriously and nobody's making fun of that. And that being said, this is my lived experience. And so I'm going to share my lived experience because if you ever followed any other episodes of this or you've read anything I've ever wrote or, or watched a video, it's mostly all just my shared experience and what, what my lessons are from it. So with that being said, now that I have the disclaimers out of the way, I have secured your uh, signature on the terms and conditions by going farther in the episode. I'm going to assume that you have signed said terms and conditions. So here we go. About 18 months ago, matched with this girl on Bumble. You know, we chatted for a little bit, decided to meet up. 
cool. Um, this was, I think, like October-ish of 2020. So it was right when you could kind of start to go back to restaurants and bars and shit, but if, if it was outside. And so it's like still those weird plastic partitions that were up and stuff. So we decided to meet on a Sunday afternoon at this kind of like indoor-outdoor sports bar during the Seahawks game. So um, we meet, and for starters, I was looking over her head to see where this girl I was supposed to meet was right outside the restaurant because she looked nothing like her pictures. So I was totally just looking over her head. I almost bumped into her. Whatever. Not the first time that's happened. Cool. I go into these situations. I'm kind of like, I'm going to go. I'm going to have fun. If they want to have fun with me, that's cool too. If not, that's also cool. And we'll see if maybe we want to go out on another date. Also, if you've been on any of these first date meetups, it's not really like a date. It's kind of like a tryout to see if you want to go on a real date. It's like an interview, kind of. That sounds cold, but um, let's be honest. That's true, right? Like you've never been around this person. So we go in, we get a table, and, um, you know, it's like two in the afternoon, and I've already eaten lunch, and I was not hungry, and so... She had just woken up, so, you know, she ordered something, and she she has a couple of drinks, and I'm just drinking decaf coffee, and hate on me all you want. Um, I like coffee, but caffeine doesn't agree with me. Um, so she, we're talking and just kind of like watching the game and whatever, and she starts to tell me that years ago, when she was in her early 20s, her parents were murdered and she was home when it happened and I was like holy shit like this poor woman like I can't imagine how traumatizing that would be and um you know and she's telling me all the details and she's kind of like recounting the story and she's telling me about the trial and how um the person who did it is still out there and she still has nightmares about him and um, actually, I don't know if she said nightmares, but she, she was scared because the person who did it was still out there. And she told me that she had to change her name and move across the country to avoid scrutiny from the press, because apparently it was a big deal where she was from at the time. I'm like, Jesus. So, you know, and she's, she's telling me that and she's telling me, um, you know, about the trial and she's like, yeah, like, just so you know, like, I'm just putting this out there. So it's not a surprise. Like the defense blamed me, uh, at the, at the trial and, you know, he was found not guilty and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, Jesus, like half of me is like. This poor, poor woman, like, I can't imagine this ordeal that she's been through and, you know, the effects that that clearly still has, like, a long time later. The other half of me is like, holy shit, dude, this is a lot for me to take in on a, on a first meetup on a, 
on a casual Sunday in October. Like I'm, I'm kind of, I'm still just drinking my decaf. Like, all right, this, this took a turn that I did not, uh, didn't expect, didn't see this coming, obviously. So, you know, she's, she's telling me all this and like, I get it. Um, this is how it's been my whole life. Like people just tell me things and that's cool. So I, I'm just kind of like, again, like this is so much for me to take in. Like, cause we're talking a lot of details and she talked about it a lot. And, you know, the, 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 the exploding head emoji at this point is a good description for how I felt. So it was not a love connection even outside of that because I definitely, like, I got this really anxious and stressed out vibe off of her that, you know, I could tell right away was more than just her being nervous. It was just, she had this kind of frantic energy and that's not something that I, you know, that I want to be around. Like how I feel around someone is a big thing when I go on these, these dates to kind of like, I don't know. I, I just, I pay attention to that. And so like she goes, you know, on and on and she tells me all this stuff the, the date goes on, you know, it wasn't very long. It was like, you know, 90 minutes. We watched the end of the Seahawks game and then it ended. And, you know, she, and again, like she had had several drinks and she got more and more talkative as the, I don't know how many beers deep she was. And so we, we kind of, we get to the end and we say bye and it's, you know, like kind of awkward because I knew it wasn't a love connection. I didn't want to go out again, but also she had just told me this really crazy story. So like, I didn't want to, <laughs> I didn't want to be mean. Right. So she's like, Hey, like, nice to meet you. Like, I'll see you later. Um, and we part ways and I'm just driving home. Just like, what in the hell did I just experience? What did I, what just happened? Like, what just happened? And so, the next, so, you know, obviously, like, I kind of just, like, put it out of my mind. I go about my business. The next day, I have a call with one of my longtime clients, Erin. And at this, at that point, like, she had been working with me for, like, four years straight almost, I think. And so my, my clients are, like, my family, especially at that point. Um, and so I'm not going to tell you what we were talking about, but it was relevant at the end of our call that I tell her this story, like it helped her with what she was working on. It helped her for me to tell her the story. And she will even tell you that to this day. Um, so I, I'm telling her this story. And again, like I had been given a lot of details. And so I tell her the story, like, you know, you're not going to believe this story. Like, this is what happened. Like, and she's telling me all this. And uh, Aaron's a lawyer and just a very, she likes to look shit up. Like she's that classic like woman, you know, you guys are like freaking 
Magnum PI and Columbo all rolled into one when you want to find out some shit on the internet about somebody. So as I'm telling her, as I get through most of the story and I'm I'm done, I can I can see her. T- we're on Zoom. I can see her typing and like looking shit up. And I'm thinking like, what is she doing? What's she doing? Like, and her eyes kind of get big. And she's like, you said this happened in so-and-so state in in this year and i'm like yeah and she goes oh my gosh like hold on hold on i'm sending you a link in the chat like you have to see this and i was like oh shit what the hell so she sends me um this article that she had found and she sends it to me and it's a like a an, an established it was not a small uh it was not a small newspaper article it was a national media article and it was from a long time ago so it wasn't as biased as news is today but i do recognize that you know it's still sensationalistic news anyways so it's this long article and we're both sitting there reading it while we're on zoom um and it took us like i don't know 10 minutes to read the freaking whole long article and we both got done at about the same time and we just looked at each other like, holy shit, she did it. <laughs> like, she was involved in this murder that she just told me all about how it happened to her parents and she was there. And it didn't, like, I'm not, I didn't ask any questions. She just shared. But one thing that did always, like, like I'm a curious person. And one of the things that always kind of stuck out in my brain that I wanted to ask her was like, how did you, how were you home when your parents got killed and you didn't like get killed? Like I just, but like, I'm not a rude person and I don't want to like make someone relive that. So obviously I'm not, and I don't even know this person, so I'm not going to ask, but (laughs) she, she didn't, um, she didn't pull the trigger. She didn't commit the murders, but she was clearly involved in some way. Um, and they speculate that she was kind of the mastermind behind it all because it was a money. She wanted money and her parents wouldn't give her money. And her whole family thought she did it in interviews. All of the investigators thought that she did it and they just couldn't prove it. And, um, that would be why she was able to be there and still be alive when it happened. And also that's why most likely she moved across the country, changed her name and tried to, you know, avoid being detected. And so I'm just like, holy shit. So again, brain exploding emoji. Uh, we end the call, uh, me and my client just, I am just like, what the hell? So I read the article again and again, like there is a small chance because innocent and proven guilty and all that shit. Um, but basically what seems like it happened is that she was in cahoots with the guy who, you know, committed the crime. And he wouldn't roll on her. And so 
they couldn't fully like convict him because there's too many holes but he wouldn't roll on her and so they couldn't get her and i was on a date with this person <laughs> just a, just a again just a, a casual sunday afternoon watching the seahawks drinking decaf what kind of shit have you gotten yourself into now chris like jesus christ so I already like didn't really know what to say to her um, because uh, you know this story was a lot and you know I don't think she figured that I would probably look that stuff up and you know uh, there's also a TV show episode about it of a pretty well-known um, TV show, let's say, that I have since seen that really does not paint a good picture for this person that I was on a date with. And again, she told me so many of the details. <laughs> like, my, my client joked that if I talked to the investigators, I could probably like clear some shit up for them that she told me so much. Like, so that's the story. It's not, it's, it's a crazy story. It's definitely not f like, uh, again, it's not funny. Like I'm not making fun of the situation, but that is the craziest story I've ever heard. And, um, to be honest, like it also makes for the greatest story to tell whenever I go on online dates and we compare bad, <laughs> like future bad stories and um i have never uh shared that article with somebody who did not read it and be like she totally did it like totally did it um so yeah like that's the story <laughs> um, i don't know as i as I sit here telling it, it doesn't sound as crazy as it felt at the time. And so you'll have to let me know, like, is that a lame ass story? Or is that some pretty crazy shit? Because I have never heard somebody with a more wild story than that. Um, but maybe I've just heard limited stories. So, uh, yeah, like, that's just... That's been the uh, the holy grail from my experience of crazy. So, like, any future online dates that I go on have a, a high bar if they want to be the, the worst story that I tell. So, after that, I took a long break from dating and took a hard look at what kind of vibe I was putting out there if, if this is what I was ending up uh, dating with and that is in the end that's kind of I just told her like hey like I think I'm going to take a break from dating for a while and just focus on myself which I did um, and she was just like okay and uh, yeah so that's the story um, there's no great ending to it or anything like that it's just um a wild experience from from my dating days and 
I don't even I don't even know what else to say about it. Like it's just it wouldn't be my life if it wasn't ridiculous, I guess. And again, of course, somebody lost their life in this story, and I'm acutely aware of that. But um it's still my lived experience, and this is this is what happened. So hopefully you found that story as entertaining or as, as wild as I do. If not, I will redeem you on some of the other episodes. If this is the first one you listen to, feel free to go and listen to some of the other episodes. Um, I have a couple funny stories. I have some helpful stuff, and I thank you for listening. If you're enjoying the episodes, please leave a review, um, leave a rating. That really helps out. Um, and again, I just appreciate anybody who's listening. I really do. I honestly didn't think that this many people would listen uh, this early on. And I really didn't think that I would be getting this amount of awesome feedback so soon. I just figured I would start this and I would stay committed to doing one episode Um a week for the rest of the year. And um, I didn't expect people to be receiving it so well. So thank you very much for listening. I will talk to you guys on the next episode. Have a great day.